Hey everyone, welcome back to Investing with Wesley. I'm your host, Wesley. Today I wanna to talk to you all about debt and how you can get rid of it in the quickest way possible. Stick around. Now when it comes to debt, not all debt is bad and not all debt is good. Good debt is any debt that pays for itself. As an example, if you have a mortgage but you're renting out that property and it's paying for your debt, it's considered a good debt because it's not creating a liability on your financial assets. Now when it comes to paying off bad debt, I wanna to talk to you about what order you should pay them off what methods work the best, and what are some tips to pay them off even quicker. Now when it comes to paying off debt, creating a budget is step number one. You need to know exactly where your money is going and what you can cut back on. Step number two would be to halt your credit card spending altogether. If we're trying to pay off debt, there's no sense in getting into more debt. Step number three would be to free up any excess money you can, whether that's constricting your budget so you can free up cash or selling unwanted stuff. The goal is to put as much money as possible towards these debts to pay them off as quickly as possible. And lastly, if your credit's good enough, don't be ashamed to take advantage of some of the credit card's balance transfers where you can get zero interest for a specified period of time. The more money you save on interest and the more principal you attack, the quicker your debts will be gone. Now in what order should you structure your debts and how should you pay them off? Well, typically when people start paying off their debts, they do what's called the shotgun method. And the shotgun method is they line up as much extra payment as they can and then they spread it equally across all their debts. Now, at the end of the day, making an extra payment towards your debts is gonna pay them off even quicker. But when it comes to the shotgun method, it's not as quick as it could be because you're not focusing on one debt at a time. The best way to get rid of debt is to focus on one debt and hammer that out until you can move on to the next one. Moving on from the shotgun method is another method called the snowball method. The snowball method tells you to order your debts from least to greatest in the amount that you owe. Put all your extra payments towards the smallest balance first, and when that balance is paid off, you move on to the next greatest balance and so on and so forth. Now this is a great method for beginners or people that don't have a lot of extra spending money or people that don't have great credit that can take advantage of some of the other strategies out there. The downside with the snowball method is that it is not mathematically the fastest way to pay down debts. However, it does make you feel the best and that's typically why people do it because they could see progress that much quicker by paying off the lowest balance first. Debt elimination method number three is the avalanche method. Now this is identical to the snowball method, but instead of ordering it from least to greatest in the amount that you owe, you order it from greatest to least in the amount of interest that you owe. I found a great animation that explains to you the difference between the snowball method and the avalanche method, and I'll play that at the end of this video. The fourth method I've heard of is called the railgun method, and it's by far the most advanced of these four methods. The railgun method works even quicker than the avalanche method or the snowball method, but the downside of the railgun method is it is not designed for beginners. You have to have confidence in the amount of money that you spend and the amount of money that you save in order to properly do the railgun method. Because if you slip up, you risk ruining your credit and getting into even more debt. Now I will say that I am a big proponent for the railgun method and I personally used that method to get rid of my debts. Using the railgun method, we paid off almost $50,000 worth of debt in nine months when using the avalanche or snowball method, it would have taken us anywhere from 14 to 18 months. So using the railgun method is extremely effective, but like I said, it is not for beginners. If you're interested in learning more about the railgun method, that will require a video all in and of itself so I could fully explain to you how it works and how you should set it up and what you need to do. For now, let's get into the animation I found and I'll put a link to their page in my description. 
John is going to use the debt snowball to pay off his debts. Jane is going to use the debt avalanche. For the sake of simplicity, I'm going to assume that they both make the same amount of income, and they both have the same amount of taxes, the same amount of expenses, all that jazz. Same amount of debts. And again, just to keep things simple, I'm going to leave it to three debts. I'm going to have them have a $25,000 credit card balance, $20,000 in student loans, and a $10,000 car loan. The interest rates for both John and Jane are going to be 15% on the credit card, 4.45% on the student loans, and 4.21% on the car loan. I chose these numbers mainly because they seem to be right around average. So the minimum monthly payments on the three debts will be $750 a month to the credit card, $200 a month to the student loan, and $185 to the car loan. The income for both John and Jane is going to be $59,000. They're both going to have expenses of $24,000, and as for taxes, they're going to take the $24,000 standard deduction and pay about $8,750 a year to the government. Which means that both, after taxes and expenses, are going to start with about $1,052 left over at the end of every month after making their minimum payments on their debts. And I did the numbers this way because it leaves the credit card balance as the biggest balance and the highest interest rate. So we're going to see as big a difference as we can between the debt snowball and debt avalanche. So we'll start with John. As I said, John will be using the debt snowball to pay off his debts. Since he's using the debt snowball, he's going to start by trying to throw everything he's got at the car loan, which is $10,000 in his case. He'll make the $185 minimum payment on the car loan, as well as the $200 and $750 payments on the student loans and credit cards, and throw all of that $1,052 that he has left over at the end of the month onto the car loan. And in doing this, he will have the car loan paid off in full in nine months. Now, his snowball payment will increase because he's no longer having to pay $185 a month on a car loan, which means his new snowball payment is $1,237 a month. Now that he's going to be starting in month 10, paying off the student loans, since that's the next lowest balance. And again, for the sake of simplicity, I'm just going to assume that the balance is still $20,000 for the student loan. So starting from month 10 of his debt payment strategy, he will start knocking out that student loan as fast as he can. And running the numbers, we find that at the end of the 23rd month of his overall debt payment plan, he has knocked out the student loans completely. Now all he has left is that credit card bill, which again, for the sake of simplicity, I'm going to assume is still $25,000. John's snowball payment again increases because he's no longer having to put $200 a month to make the minimum payments on his student loans which means his snowball payment goes from $1,237 a month to $1,437 a month. He makes the minimum payment on his credit card and throws all of that snowball payment at it as well and pays off the credit card in full at the end of the 35th month. So in about three years, John managed to pay off a $10,000 car loan, a $20,000 student loan, and a $25,000 credit card bill. But how does that compare to Jane? Jane is using the debt avalanche, as I said. She has the same debts, same income, same expenses. Except, she's paying off the debts in a different order. Using the debt avalanche, she pays off the debt with the highest interest rate first, regardless of balance. Meaning that she's going to throw everything at the credit card bill right from the start. And what we see is Jane takes quite a long time to get that credit card bill paid off. Which is understandable, it has a very high interest rate, and it was the largest debt to begin with. 
But whereas John managed to pay off his first debt and see some progress at the end of 9 months, Jane doesn't see any progress until the end of the 16th month almost twice as long as John. However, on the bright side, she does have the credit card bill paid off in full, so the biggest hurdle has been done. And her snowball payment, which again started at $1,052, just like John's, has now increased to over $1,800 because she no longer has to make the $750 credit card bill minimum payment. And she can throw all of that at her student loan, which is the next highest interest rate at 4.45%. She'll do that starting in month 17 of her debt repayment plan, and she'll have it paid off in full by the end of the 26th month. Now all she has left is the car loan. And she can again, just like John, take that $200 that she no longer has to pay for her student loans and lump it into her avalanche payments, which is now over $2,000 a month. So, as you can imagine, she pays off that $10,000 loan pretty darn quickly. In fact, by the end of the 30th month, she is debt-free. So she managed to pay off the same amount of debt as John in five fewer months. And the big reason... That animation did a great job explaining to you the difference between the snowball method and the avalanche method, and which method is better, and which method is faster. Once again, in the description below, I'll put a link to their channel if you want to check out more of their videos. So now that you know a couple different methods on how to get rid of debt, I encourage you to pick whichever one you think will work best for you. If you're more of a, an emotional person that needs constant motivation, then I would recommend doing the snowball method. But if you're analytical and just want to get it done as quickly as possible, then I would recommend the avalanche method for beginners or the railgun method if you're more advanced and confident in your financial capabilities. But as far as this video goes, that's it. Have a great day. I'll see you next time.